0: Hi and welcome to episode sixty nine of the Grid Irons of Europe podcast. My name is Andre, and with me as always, my co's decide. What's up, brother? Hey, man! And coming back onto the podcast, one of our uh, very favorite guests. It's do it all athlete for the Allanda Jets, Christopher Desessa. Welcome back, man!
1: Thank you, guys. It's a pleasure to be here.
2: So a great season you had, guys. Congrats on the win. Thank you. Congrats on beating the 15-man roster of Gothenburg. <laughs> how, how many were they, if you remember?
1: Uh, <laughs> it was pretty thin on the sideline, but it, it was, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary in, in football in Sweden, to be honest. So it wasn't like his and style coming in with 11? No, not really. I don't think. I don't really remember. But
0: it didn't So probably, like... probably something like 18, 20, 17 thereabouts.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Like a, a decent... Double digits. Yeah. So how hard would you guys beat beaten Limham if, if there were a final? It's hard to
1: say, really, because uh, I, I do remember playing Limham two years ago, I think. And... Uh, they did beat us then, so I mean they, I mean they're abso- absolutely a good team as far as I remember. But but um, that was also two years of us having pretty much the same team and evolving from what we already accomplished. And we played a pretty bad game against Limhamm that that time we lost. I don't know.
2: Cause this year, your guys has a had a unit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It really came came together. Uh, all of the things we've been doing the the last three years, I think, really just um, was cemented into everything we did, and and, and uh, uh, I feel like, uh, except for some injuries, uh got his knee blown out we did did everything that we wanted to do most of the time so
0: yeah yeah i was just about to say you guys you guys lost your starting quarterback who's one of the very best in sweden and you still rolled through like you you guys played really well without him how were you able to do that
2: i mean uh uh
1: we've always
2: huh have you seen the offensive line
1: yeah, exactly. I mean, we've always wanted to establish a run game first, uh, obviously. And, and uh, I feel like we, we, we did that. And not, not to take anything away from Victor, but that's obviously one of the, the, the reasons that we were so successful in the air as well. So uh, we just... And we... Good backup quarterback in, in uh, uh, young uh, Alexander. So um, I think we were just prepared. Like we, we didn't actually have to change a whole lot because um, what we would have to do with a backup quarterback or any team uh, 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 in general is establish a good run game to help our quarterback uh, with the pass game, and we already have that. So it wasn't that big of a, an adjustment.
0: Yeah, I think I think this just sort of goes to show that while a while a starting quarterback is uh, is important and it's often said it's that the quarterback in football is the most important position in sports it's still not the end-all be-all like if if you've got a really good team around that quarterback you can survive without him quite often
2: yeah absolutely victor could have played with that blown knee just hand off the ball off and throw some random fade here and there to number six i think
1: probably yeah I mean, he probably wouldn't get sacked. And it, I mean, he did. He the only time he got hit for reals was when he ran the ball himself. So, and tried to be an
2: athlete and hurdle people. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, so here's our tip to Victor: as long as he's playing for uh, Orlando he just needs to get the ball out quick or hand it off. Don't run around a bunch because you don't need to. The team is too good for that.
2: Yeah. He needs to get a shirt that says "I'll be back hurdling" or something random like that. <laughs> he, D- don't he, go he,
0: around hurdling, Victor.
2: Is he coming back? Do you think?
1: Oh yeah, I think so. Um, I actually haven't talked to him in quite a while, but
2: but as far as I know, he's
1: like, what else is he gonna do?
2: You know, <laughs> he, he bought an apartment recently close to the the Orlando area is Orlando where do people from the place where or Orlando live like, what is the city name
1: uh the city that we play in is Mashta um which is adjacent i mean Orlando airport is in Mashta kind of mm-hmm. which is in Sigituna Kumun. um and we have players from all around from like like i live in Yarfela which is like 15, 20 minutes away. Um, we're all, all over the place.
2: Isn't Mazda famous for handball? Uh, I
1: think they have... Yeah, I think they have a, a decent team that's in another but I don't know if that's a part of Masta.
2: They have a good football team too, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you guys the best Division 1 team?
1: I mean, we were last year. We won all of the games, I think, or most of the games.
2: Tyrus tear- somebody. Sorry, Tyrus. Tear-
1: tear- <laughs> tear- says in, in Division
2: 1? Uh, oh my god, you mean last year, uh, last yeah, you won all yeah, the yeah. games. That's true. Yeah.
0: The, the years are years are confusing aside
2: <laughs> Yeah. Math is hard. Actually, I've, I've talked to
1: a bunch of my my uh, uh, teammates about the potential of our team because being that we are geographically located pretty far north and, and we don't really have uh, the competition of anyone that I know of. Uh, like we have Uppsala, which is like 30 minutes away. Yeah. We have Uppsala, which is kind of close but there are a lot of uh a, a big area geographical area that that we could recruit players from uh into our uh, um uh, youth teams um that is pretty much unrivaled as far as i know so we we did, as a, a um a club uh there's a lot of potential, which should mean that we should have a, a competitive uh, adult team um, compared to most other, guys, other teams, I think.
2: The young guys you guys had, what I've seen in U19, they're pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. It was a time a uh, couple he, huh? One of your. Players called our head coach uh, a female dog <laughs> during the handshake. So random.
1: Okay. Shoot. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's weird.
2: What yeah. did Josh tell him?
0: I don't I remember.
2: remember. Like he said to Josh, you're a BT. You told him, you, you, buddy, you just lost Buddy or something like that.
1: Ah, these kids, man. No <laughs> respect, no respect. Uh, have you guys decided true. not to swear on the podcast? Because you,
2: you guys didn't tell me.
1: Um,
0: no.
2: It, I tried to that, be a good human being and stop swearing. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: uh, aside, aside, I think aside just likes saying female dog.
2: Yeah. Do people understand what that means?
1: I mean, the, the podcast is uh, the, the the it's directed to football players, so I wouldn't be so sure.
2: None of them is that strong. Female dog is a bitch. If y'all yeah. didn't know, <gasps> you're
0: a bitch. No, you're not. He said it. Oh no. <laughs>
2: now we're getting cancelled. Yeah. But Holland has a great future. You guys always have massive dudes for some reason. Yeah. I mean, so most we,
1: most most clubs, uh, I feel, doesn't really um, capitalize on the youth team. That's it's like a trend I see that either you have a very successful youth team that kind of trickles up and one of one or two years uh the the players that go up and play senior football is and then that team is really good and then it kind of restarts kind of like a, a generational uh shift uh but those teams that that consistently are good uh have a good men's team, or adult team, whatever you want to call it, um, kind of doesn't really capitalize on that and and build on the youth teams.
2: Orobro or Stockholm hasn't have a junior They have, uh, they barely have any junior teams. Yeah. Orobro wasn't even in in Duke's tourney this year. Yeah. No Orobro teams were in Duke's tourney. I think some Stockholm teams
1: it's weird. I've, yeah. I've thought about it a lot. It's it's because if you have like ev- even if the super series teams do recruit a lot of players and have a lot of imports and and that's the reason for their success that specific season. It's not cool. <coughs> yeah, <laughs> the, we, you, you could still kind of uh, use that momentum and that uh, 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 how do you call it that success. To recruit kids and yeah, recruit kids and, and like kind of make a big deal out of the fact that they have professional quotation marks, uh, players.
2: Let the import coach, God damn it they, they're doing nothing all day. Yeah, yeah. If you have seven imports, you have seven new coaches.
1: Yeah,
0: I, yeah, I mean. I, it, it, it it's a trend for uh, it's normally a, an easy thing for teams that are successful or have a big brand or whatever to recruit the younger generation and sort of get a renewal and rebirth every year from those kids coming up but i don't i don't know if it's really happening in football i, I, I don't think the sport is big enough in sweden and the sport i don't is not- I, I don't I don't even I don't think the best teams in Sweden are really creating much buzz outside of uh, the direct football circles
2: Kalsta is probably the only that only team that is actually decently famous in their city yeah yeah I'd agree because they won so much it's a it's a small enough town that Everybody knows a person that actually plays or played.
0: Yeah, I, I can attest to that. There's there's very often there are very often times when I, I talk to someone. It's like, oh, you know, this person who's been connected to the club. Yeah, I know who that person is. So there's often some sort of a link uh, in case that someone usually knows someone who's played.
1: I think one of the biggest reasons also that uh, teams that are successful can't capitalize, can't capitalize um, and use that success with their youth, youth team is... Um, so, 2007, when I moved up and started playing for Orlando Jets, um, I got recruited from uh, A K B. All right, uh, So I played my last season in U19 and then got recruited up to play uh, for Orlando Jets. Um, but now, if you're pretty successful and pretty invested in your sport, uh, you're not going to be recruited to play uh, for a men's team in Sweden. You're going to focus on getting to college. You're going to focus on maybe trying to get uh, to EFL or or, uh, something that's more uh, successful or more um, higher standard, right? So when I moved up and started playing, I was involved. I didn't, I didn't, I worked part-time. I lived with my my friends. I uh, focused on coaching and, and recruiting new players. So I had this this job where I went around to all of the schools uh, in the area and recruited players to the the peewee teams and the youth teams. But once you only have players over a certain age when they have jobs, careers, maybe families, they're not going to be able to spend that time um, doing all of the extra things. The only kind of group of people that are are able to do that um is the younger generation and they're so focused on getting to college so they're not gonna stay in sweden and do all that work so and, and I mean. a gr-
0: a growing trend we're seeing now too is uh, people who who aren't quite willing to put the effort in for college are still like uh, getting GFL contracts and heading yeah. to Germany and stuff like that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Which which if you're not Stockholm, that actually is going to the ALF, you're kind of losing all your best players. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen Our best linebacker left. Our best offensive line who were hurt left. So everybody's kind of leaving now. Yeah. Our best D line yeah. left.
0: Yeah. So so next year we're probably gonna have. Two or three or four players in the GFL and maybe one in the ELF.
1: Mm. Yeah. And shame. last
0: year, last year I think we had one in the ELF and one in the GFL.
2: Two, two GFL. Two
0: in the two in the GFL.
2: Yeah. Uh, Hamburg's evil Devils just uh, looked at my account. Your players. I'm, I'm not saying anything.
1: <laughs> oh. Maybe. this guy? He's talking mad shit. <laughs>
2: I can put a screenshot up on the screen on the Instagram. (laughs) I I look good in my highlights. I do some random stuff that actually look decent enough.
0: And then on on every other play, a side is just completely out of it. Either opening up a a huge gap for them to run in, or he's uh, going in the wrong direction, or uh, getting double teamed into next week. Either a side makes a Either a side makes a highlight play or he's fucking up badly. There's no in-between.
2: Listen, you know how bad it was some games? You could see me in the highlight tape. I'm the person who's in his stance and his, his other hand is on his tie. I have one hand down and one hand on my leg because I'm so tired. I think that was about the first quarter.
1: And that shows uh, that you give your all when you can.
2: Yeah. Right. See that's why that's why he's that's right what he said. I make amazing plays. Tell me what D line has a pick six or a yeah. scuba score.
1: I do it the complete opposite way where I, I kind of go I kinda of half ass mode and every once in a while I, I do a good play. Uh so that I can I can maintain the like a a quality, a certain amount of quality of my my gameplay
0: play it play smarter not harder
1: exactly that's what's up
2: i arm tackled timmy Joh- not um,
0: a good idea i did it still not a good thing to try
2: It i don't know how it worked. he barely got like picked up steam i threw out the offensive lineman somewhere somehow some way so he just ran into me i, I threw him down
0: that uh, i thought I thought I was gonna have a chase down tackle with one arm uh, against the Timmy. I start chasing him down and uh, I have like one our safety or something. I think I thought he was gonna be in Timmy's way. but Timmy barely slowed down cutting inside of the safety. and I, you can see on the film me diving and I touch his ankles but completely fail at the tackle. And there's a hilarious picture of me just planted on the ground <laughs> to <Timmy> be running. <laughs> it looks hilarious, but I was like, damn, I might get a chase down tackle. Uh, he's gonna get slowed down by the safety. I'll help you. Uh, no. Fuck.
2: <laughs> what is your best play of all time? My be- best play? Like when your kids grow up, tell they ask, like, dad, did you used to play football? Or you still play football? You tell them, yeah, look at this play.
1: All right, so my best play ever kinda of defines my love for this sport as well. Um, so when I when I started playing, I didn't fall in love with the fact that you can just manhandle people or hit hard or, or do like crazy athletic feats. I was I was inspired and, and, and fell in love with the mental part of the game, right? The the actual tactics, the actual the plays, right? So my absolute best play is playing uh, corner, and I was the corner on the boundaries of the short, the short side of the field, right? Um, I knew that I had um, – uh, I was in the cover three, so I had deep third. They had twins formation, so I had two guys potentially threatening my zone. I tell my safety to move way, way, way over to the, the, the uh, field side, so that it looked like it was wide open. And then I line up like a cover two, so very close to the line of scrimmage, outside leverage on the on the wideout receiver. Okay, I can hear their coach screaming we got it like they they knew what they wanted what they wanted to do and the quarterback saw the the seam being wide open the the coach saw the seam being wide open because i told the safety to move and i intentionally uh lined up very close to the line of scrimmage and on the snap i just bailed as fast as i could uh across the number two uh, the quarterback who thought that the seam was going to be wide open threw the seam, and I intercepted the ball. That is my absolute best play because I didn't do anything crazy athletic other than just running back to my zone, but I made them throw that throw that ball. I made them think that that ball is going to be open. That's, yeah, that's, a,
0: that's a big brains play.
1: Yeah, I really love that play. It didn't even amount to much. I, I intercepted the ball, ran a couple yards, got tackled. But just the fact that I made that happen with my mind is uh, huge for me.
2: Andre, what is your best play of all time?
1: <clears throat> uh, that,
0: I, I don't know if I can answer that. I, th- I think one of my favorites, if we're going to go with uh, like uh, almost coach on the field type stuff, was... Uh, in a U 19 game, uh, my my good friend uh Audlion, he hadn't really been at practice as much, but he was up at this game in Colst, I think we were in. And uh, he he came onto the field on offense. I was one of the receivers. He was he came in to play the other slot receiver. And he he asked me, like, Andre, what's the play? Oh, you got this route. He, he picks up an easy first down, first play he's on the field by me telling him what he's supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, that th- that's the kind of stuff I like.
2: Since you were a kid, you were that coach on the field somehow, some way.
0: That, I, I think I was 17 when this happened. So that, this was U19 football.
2: You were a kid. <laughs> My favorite play defines my career.
0: I think I know what this is going to be.
2: Wait. <laughs> Wait, which one do you think it is? No, no, no that's <laughs> another day in the office.
0: So it's either one of the plays from this year or it's one of your random, random, made up, bullshit Madden style plays from when you played in Call Some. It's one, one, one of those.
2: The call some days were amazing, not to brag here. We, I had a deal with my our head coach. Our head coach was literally like three years older than us. And his mindset was give hand the ball to Anton and we will score. On defense, just blitz. When we're up by 35 points, your side was not allowed to blitz anymore. That's the that's our plays on defense. <laughs> And we beat Kejwasta, not to brag so,
0: sorry. So, uh, my mike uh, the team won the series so let's just be clear on that one
2: we mercy ruled your ass
0: hey we had an injury squad that game we didn't need to win it to win the series it was all cool we beat limham twice you guys couldn't beat limham we're, the- we're all good
2: they had the referees okay back to the mic I <laughs> uh we were at home U-19 against Colsta. Somehow I read the play that it was a screen to the running back. I intercepted it. Juked the hell out of the qu- their quarterback. His ankle All right,
0: I remember this play. I didn't even think awesome of this play.
2: So. are still in Kihlista's field. <laughs> the all the way to the end zone. The freaking running back try hard and followed me all the way to the end zone. I don't know how. So somehow, someway, one of our guys... Locked him in the back. So Farad had to destroy my day and throw a flag. <laughs> it was yeah. actually not a pick six. Should have been. Should have been a pick six. It did not do anything because our offense could not score. So, of course, I got the ball back. But that defines my career. Doing <laughs>
1: something good in having other people sabotage it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That as,
0: as, as, as soon as you started describing that, aside, I went, oh, man, yeah, right. Okay, so this is a play I forgot about, but I definitely remember seeing that. And that was an amazing play by Aside, And someone just had to run straight into the back of their uh, their guy who was chasing you.
2: I'll send you the clip. This is uh, literally the most useless <laughs> block ever. I was already, like, open to the NZ. And he, William, my man, he had to like <laughs> that guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was, it was legit like 10 yards behind you, this hit.
2: <laughs> See, every time I touch the ball, besides call some days, I had a 60-yard touchdown when I was a quarterback. Run. Damn. I think it's, listen, in my brain it's 60, so I think it's 30. <laughs>
0: You're just doubling numbers, quite the inflation here. You know, see,
2: you're always a hall of famer in your own head. Yeah, as you remember stuff, you look at like some play you thought, Oh, I caught the ball, ran, looked like a deer, I was amazing. In real life, you ran like 20 yards, almost dropped the ball. So, you're always a hall of famer in your own head. Yeah, so I think. i I've, I've
0: never i've I've never been that delusional I, I was always among the slowest so i i always knew i will do my job do what i can and if that's 10 20 yards that's great
1: <laughs> i always feel like i look cool doing things but then i, I look at like like tape or uh like a, a photo or something and i look dumb doing whatever i do i look dumb doing it i, I run weird i look i run like very upright and on my toes kind of like a uh antelope trotting on the savannah and and um uh, i don't know i feel like i i i do good things but it looks dumb everything it's weird
2: i have such a weird running style so my teammates usually laugh at me how i run because i I run with no arms
1: (laughs) so like roadrunner just
2: feet all legs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what what is his name that that guy seagal david no what's his name steven seagal, steven seagal. Yeah. have you seen him run no it's a very beautiful view i run almost like him
0: are we are we gonna have to google this shit
2: yeah, steven seagal running it's a view like to admire i don't think i've ever seen him run i can't even think of I don't think he watches movies. His his movies are the worst thing that happened to Earth.
1: <laughs> he's an interesting guy. He's he's a very very special human being. He's uh, if you ever get a chance, look at like a, a, a reality show he had when he was like the, an honorary uh, honorary sheriff somewhere in the states, and he just goes around talking to. Uh, citizens and criminals and whatever race of people he's talking to he kind of appropriates to that race so if he's talking to like a black guy he starts talking Ebonics, if he's talking to like a, a, a Asian guy he fucking bows to him and shit, oh he's, if he's talking to like a Spanish guy he starts uh, going like a doing a, a bad caricature of like a, a
2: cholo <laughs> when he's talking, to you, it's hilarious. So girl is the random uncle you don't want to talk to.
0: Okay, yeah. I, I, I've seen one of the running, uh, running videos now, and I yeah, the, the, kind of similar to our side runs, yeah.
2: Like this, no arms. <laughs> like Naruto. So, um, if you were in Madden, what what would your speed stats be? 60 60 speed you're pretty fast aren't you yeah for Sweden
0: but but probably the uh the speed of a slow-ish alignment uh, in the NFL
2: yeah but see you can't oh. have 60 because I think I'm a 56 speed
1: not compared to football players or NFL players
0: yeah I'm I'm probably a 13
1: if, if, if wars, we would have if we would have madden stats on the players in sweden it would probably be higher i'm pretty fast yeah like, like on a, on a
0: scale the scale yeah. to sweden's version yeah yeah well well for swedish a swedish version someone who runs a 4640 would be like a 99 speed here
1: yeah I think I run a, run of, uh, a four seven for you. Um, I've I've had a four seven clock with laser on two separate occasions, and I've been pretty consistent with my speed uh, all over my or throughout my career. So uh, then seven, you,
0: then you might be more of a 70 75 ish on uh madden. Uh,
2: you you, you actually. look like a seventy six guy. You look like a bronze card seventy six speed. <laughs> 84 catching. I mean, isn't that also like uh,
1: depending on the the um, the position? Like, if you would have a, an O line,
0: I don't, I don't think so because I think uh, a guy like Trent Williams still has like seventy something speed, and he exactly. ran like a four or seven something when uh, coming out of the college.
2: Really? The Eagles' D line, the six six guy, were ran at, like a four something randomly. Okay, hmm. that's that's weird. Speed is speed. So I say
1: uh, like four seven for a receiver in the NFL is really slow, but four yeah. seven for a, a an O lineman is pretty fast, right? So it's if like if realistic. we're rating if the ra- matting Madden, Madden rating is for an O lineman's speed, it should be a higher number.
0: No, but they have uh, like <laughs> if, if a rate. The ratings exists for all players in Madden. So if you rate one guy 85, who's like, I don't know, a slower running back, say, then you can't have a 90 O-lineman who is actually in real life slower than said running back. But then in the Madden ratings, he would be running faster on the field. So that kind of breaks the physics of the game.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Not, not, just not logical. expect too much from Madden. No. Before Andre goes on a rant because he's uh, a big Madden critic.
1: Gosh, I haven't played Madden in so long. I still think the best football game is ESPN 2K5. That's,
0: uh, that's a very popular take, and I do believe you. Yeah. I, I I never actually played 2K5, but I fully believe you from what I've said and seen and heard. I. I Think it probably is most in depth franchise mode, if I understand it correctly.
2: Yeah, it's really good. Talking about being a manager, I thought of a brilliant idea. Why don't we get imports that okay in Sweden? We usually get the imports that not making it to the NFL, like the guy who played (laughs) obviously D3, maybe went to a Juco like have smelled the University of Alabama. But why don't we get the D1 prospect that got us in trouble? I want the drug charges. I want the assault. I want the PEDs.
0: Probably because we don't want people like that representing our organizations here. Why not? Because investing a bunch of money into someone who might get tested positive on a drug test we don't uh, test here.
2: We, we barely, do test here. We barely test it. Have you yet gotten tested this year? Both of you.
0: This year? No.
1: I didn't get test, tested last year. But the year before that, I did.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I've been I, tested
1: I've, pretty regularly. Yeah.
0: I think I've been tested three times. And I've never played at the highest level of football here. So, so they do test
2: uh, A every now six, and then D66 D lineman, 300-something pounds, with aggression problems, that got him kicked out of Penn State or Baylor or Alabama, not welcome here. So you're talking <clears> throat> about
1: throat> last chance you rejects. So whoever is <laughs> not it's too bad last, chance <laughs> last chance you, we, we welcome you
0: what what the hell would happen if one of those people showed up hero side
2: absolutely dominated
0: well yes but what else might happen in a worst case scenario
2: okay see who would jump that guy like in the us there's other six six two three fifty I, I don't think i don't
0: i don't think the worry is that someone is going to jump that guy i think it's the opposite <laughs>
2: See, if you nurture him and give him love, he will be cool. I, I've, I've experienced uh, some import
1: players having a terrible, terrible attitude and just terrible work ethic and doing dumb things, missing practices, missing games probably also. And those aren't even at the, at the same level. Those are just regular imports that happen to be kind of assholes. So if we would, like, intentionally look up even
2: worse people, it might be a problem. Is it though? What's the name of that running back who played first, old school, that had a tendency to beat up his girlfriends?
1: Um, Philip no? Peterson, Adrian Peterson. Even, no, even, no, he beat, he
2: beat up. Game. He beat up kids.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God, Ray Rice?
2: <laughs> no. No, <laughs> no he, he's in college. He played for. Okay, Stanford. He they had a triple option offense. He was like he, he's famous for beating up his preference. Stanford
0: football. didn't have a triple option offense.
2: Okay, it's not Stanford. What? Like this year? For Nebraska. Reasons? Nebraska running back old school like really old dark skin had number one see uh, the point is we bring him here to sweden if if he was still playing we bring him here on his contract says you're not allowed to have a girlfriend boom problem fixed
0: i don't think that's how you fix a problem
2: yeah If you're a drug addict, if I don't give you drugs, there's no drugs to abuse. Problem fixed.
1: (laughs) I think there's something
2: to this idea.
1: You might have to kind of... um,
0: Refine it. Refine it quite a bit.
1: I'd say there's a seed that's been planted. Um, If you can do some sort of... um, Just refining, yeah.
2: I'm not saying bring Aaron Hernandez here, okay?
0: Yeah, that would be difficult.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying bring that guys who... That five-star recruit who said the N-word on his TikTok and now he's like not getting any scholarships.
1: Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I kind of feel bad for
2: that guy. Yeah, he's a kid. Come on. He was just if this vibing. was like 40 years ago, no phones, nobody would ever know.
0: Okay, so there was a Nebraska running back named Lawrence Phillips who was charged with assault on his then-girlfriend and was sentenced to 31 years in prison. I think that's who you're talking, talking wow. about.
2: Wow. That's... 31 yeah. years? For assault? Wow. His lawyer must have been terrible or he must have beaten the shit out of his girlfriend.
0: And I think it says he died in 2016.
2: So he's impossible to get now.
1: 31 years. I don't condone beating up their girlfriends, but 31 years.
2: Come on. Damn. Wow. A city situation. See, We don't bring that guy. We bring the guy who... (laughs) One slap, maybe.
1: (laughs) Maybe the guy that just raised their hands and threatened to
2: do it, but... I never actually did it. Yeah, we bring in the guys who got arrested for mental assault or something.
1: Yeah, bullying. Bull- <laughs> mental abuse is even worse.
2: <laughs> but see, I will build a team on that basis. That team will be gangster. What uh, what the hell
0: aside?
1: <laughs>
2: There's a movie with uh,
1: no, not Ice Cube. Uh, fucking what's his name? Exhibit and and The Rock, a football g- a f- movie with like a, a like um, a juvenile detention center. You seen the that Mustang? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's something to to be said about reaching out to troubled people uh, and and uh, instilling some some form of discipline uh in form of athletics. Uh not even not not just football. Like uh a lot of my absolute best um attributes as a grown up have come from from playing sports. So there's something to be said about that type of, of uh work.
2: See I'm I'm doing good work. I'm doing God's work here. Yeah. You doing have good, good yeah, troubled youth. Yeah. Second chance of life. It, the it reason sounds. I
1: started playing is because our uh, uh, our teacher in, in um, what is it high school Huxstadia high school right uh,
0: middle school junior high
1: yeah he was like all right this group of people you're way too rowdy you you have way too much energy have you ever heard of this sport called American football and we were like what, you mean rugby and he's like oh, face palm uh and then kind of just had had a meeting with us and and we started a football club in helsingborg see he changed your life. Hard. yeah yeah totally turned my life around <laughs> i wouldn't be where well, i am today if it wasn't for football so there's definitely something that can be done
2: what other sport would you have done if you didn't play football uh, growing up, I
1: played hockey and handball. Handball
2: is good money in handball. Is it? Yeah. No. handballs in Germany is getting paid more, than, like, the same salary as doctors. Really? If you play for Kiel, at least. The... Damn, I could probably still play handball. It's good
1: money in handball. <laughs> still have days arm, you know?
0: I, th- I think handball has decent money, No good money compared to some sports
2: barely hockey in sweden have good money no
1: i think
0: i think hockey has pretty good money The, the swedish league is uh i i don't know how well compensated the players are but i know it's like a top three league worldwide i think
2: yeah but you gotta think that sweden has barely enough people okay the biggest city stockholm has one million, one-something million population. So there's barely, yeah. like, there's not a lot of fans at the games that bring enough revenue that players could get paid that much money compared to Germany where there's, I don't know, how many million people.
1: But still, they they still have a lot of sponsors, and uh, and it's still a step into other leagues. Like, per capita, the amount of... of hockey players that sweden produces is incredible so there's still a chance uh to go to the big leagues uh from playing hockey in
2: sweden but you're not what, making what, that much money growing up here
1: what what do we what do we
0: think the earning potential is per uh, sport in sweden Wh- which ones are like the soccer's top three
2: soccer is the highest soccer hockey i think i more. mean
1: no no soccer has the highest potential. Yeah. but I think hockey is by far um, the sport that has so if if you would combine all of the pro athletes in each sport, I think hockey's hockey the has thing. yeah, hockey is the best because there's a lot of Swedish hockey players that that make a lot of money.
2: For a lot of years wasn't the best hockey in the the best goalie in the NHL, a Swedish guy.
0: Yeah, Henrik Henrik Lundqvist. He was yeah. Really, really uh, good. One of
2: my former classmates plays in the NHL now. Yeah, is he? And he's from Spina. really? He's from Mother. No, Paul hey, well, Hendrickson. He, he's a prodigy. He was on the national team both for soccer and hockey in the same year.
0: Jeez, his
2: handicap in golf was like ran like I think it was a six or a four.
1: Damn,
2: such an annoying guy.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna have my kids play hockey. I
2: you're already choosing their sports. Yeah, yeah for sure. So no football for him. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> so retire the plant. Like get good at hockey, so I can retire early, buddy.
1: Exactly. Hockey and golf.
2: Golf That's is a sports form, and it's it's hard to get injured playing golf.
0: Yeah. Is is golf number three when it comes to earning potential in for Swedes?
2: I think in the in world it is at least
1: it could be like, because the amount of money that they actually make is so incredibly high, um, and you can you can start making money pretty at a pretty low level. I think in golf,
2: in, in, in tournaments th- you could get sixty thousand crowns in the big each tournament.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it might be. It's it's definitely up there i think i say that, hockey golf f-
2: soccer maybe soccer if you like getting picked up by a big team like oiko Mielbi. then you. yeah can but the, i don't think the salary is pretty high even they get 20 thirty thousand a month yeah,
0: yeah. but but, it, but here, here's the thing with soccer though it has this worldwide reach you have teams from all over europe so if you get to the highest level in Sweden then you'll be seen by other clubs in Europe as well. So it's like there's always the potential for growth there and there is money circulating in the sport at many different levels. So I think it's not too difficult.
2: One year, Arsenal played Malmo FF. There was a, a funny joke going around. The lowest-paid player in Arsenal is paid more than the highest-paid player in Malmo FF. Yeah, I, I,
0: I, yeah, that, I fully believe that. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. <laughs> so seems, but, the, uh, but but so then ice, ho- right. ice hockey, I think, as De says, has a very high potential for sweets, but that has a lot to do with... The fact that Sweden is good at ice, ice hockey at developing hockey players. So,
1: yeah. Because yeah. like soccer, for example, like soccer is every country has have, have soccer, right? And yeah. every country have a league that's decent, kind of professional-ish, right? Uh, but that's
0: uh, not the case. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Liechtenstein. <laughs> <laughs>
2: They barely have people
1: so i think that's that's like if you if you spread it out throughout all of the people getting paid hockey definitely have more money for sweden
2: i think hockey is like american football here compared to the us if you know like the same level like here in Sweden we better at hockey than they are at hockey and they're the better at football than we here at uh, no me. no I, a lot I, of- I I I don't
0: I don't think that comparison works
2: <laughs> like I believe Russia is the best country for some reasons <laughs>
0: No, but um, hockey it's easily like Canada and Russia, but then Finland, Sweden, the US, even like the Czech Republic all can compete at different points, but it's usually Canada and Russia who are the most consistent at the highest levels.
2: See this uh, Do you feel regret that you picked football instead? You could have been a pro athlete now.
1: I was really good at hockey. I've I've good I was really good. I should have stick with it. Why did
2: you quit? Get it? Stick with it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I should have picked up like I don't think I could have done good in any sport. I'm awkwardly shaped. I'm too short for handball. Yeah. I'm too unathletic for soccer. And I hate soccer.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm really bad at soccer. Pricingly bad because I'm I'm pretty athletic. I should be good at soccer, like physically, but my I just don't have the coordination for for using my feet with the ball.
2: That's the good thing <laughs> in soccer. If you're good athlete, it will not take you that far. Yeah. You actually no, need yeah. to be good you, at decent ball handling. You have to have
0: technique. I, I was always terrible with my feet, but I was a, I guess, a decent keeper for a very small, time, town bad team. But no, but you
2: played, you played soccer, right?
0: Yeah, when I was like 15, 16. I was a decent keeper for a bad youth team.
2: <laughs> Andre, multi sport athlete. I'm a, I'm a boxing star. I'm just saying. I, I could have been a good boxer.
0: A, a boxer at five foot five?
2: No. You would, ha- you would have to have been
1: five uh, boxed a this you know. you
2: know? See, that's the issue. When I started boxing, yeah. I told my coach, like, yeah, I weighed n- almost 90. I told him, like, yeah, I want to fight at 90. He told me, are you sure? I told him, yeah. He said, okay, let's go watch a fight. He told me, "Yeah, this is your weight class. They were giants, because none of them have seen ninety. Like they cut so much weight." I told him, "Like, are you sure those are ninety kilos?" He said, "Yes, this is your weight class." I thought, "I'm lucky. Let's let's reconsider." He told me, "Like, by looking at you, I see there's a lot of stuff that needs to go. So you need to fight in 60. (laughs) <laughs> and 60 kilos I need to cut off one of my legs to make some weight
0: <laughs> oh boy yeah no it, it, being short and boxing is not a great mix
2: and don't tell me Mike Tyson he was a freak nobody's yeah. Mike Tyson No,
1: I my mom always wanted me to go into wrestling because I was, I was grown up and kind of still, I was really skinny. Uh, like I, I weighed up until ten years ago, I was under eighty kilos. Um, and I've had to work really hard to get to to. So growing up, I was super skinny, but I was kind of like not strong explosively, but like wiry strong. So which. Yeah, so if I would have wrestled competitively, competitively, I would have uh, been in a pretty low weight class, but still was stronger, probably than than my opponents.
2: You would have made less money than you did playing football.
1: Yeah, probably.
2: Money in wrestling <laughs> is non-existent. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, uh,
1: unless
0: you're winning uh, international competitions
2: you still don't even then i think jordan what's his name Some, jordan something jordan one of the top wrestlers in the world like he has money but only spot based on his sponsors
0: all oh, right you have to be great at wrestling and then get into uh, mma that's how you start making
2: yeah. money. <laughs> i considered wrestling when i uh, moved to vecco I went to a journey that to find a new sport.
1: Mm.
2: I went to wrestling practice once. He told me like, "Yeah, you could wrestle. We have one practice a week for like 1 hour." So I'm like, "Really?" What 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 would I learn? So I got the hell out of there. Yeah.
0: I'm, I mean, you can learn something from 1 hour a week. Really? But it might not be worth it. What would you have had to pay?
2: <laughs> well, it was like 400 crowns uh, a year or something. Only football has the highest uh, fees and hockey.
0: No, I think more sports do. I think there are a lot of sports where you pay decently high fees because otherwise the clubs can't get the organization to work.
2: MMA well, clubs have less fees than uh, hockey than football and hockey
0: yeah but the uh, mma club uh, basically just needs to have a place to be like a place and to you rent
2: coach. you have coaches
0: yeah but Each do sport. they pay their coaches
1: and it's probably more popular as well yeah, yeah. no i don't maybe. think i could play any other other sport than than football maybe baseball i like baseball but um
2: there are four teams in sweden right <laughs> Some random way Service Boy is really good. Yeah.
0: It's really fucking random, that Service Boy. That's a but good...
2: Don't they, <laughs> they have a bunch to. of imports? Huh? I heard I think they... have a bunch of imports.
0: I think they usually have a few.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of imports in, in my old team as well.
2: Because yeah, I live 10 minutes away from Service Boy. From so what I've heard. And they work there. What I've heard that, uh, like, you see people at practice, then at game day, not the same people. <laughs> <laughs> too many imports.
0: Are, are we going to start playing side?
2: Let's go. I, I want to play a new sport. Do you know how hard I'm trying to find a rugby team close by?
0: A rugby team?
2: Yeah. See, there's a lot of good money in rugby too, this is that, just so you know. Rugby? Really? No, not New here. Zealand, England, all of those countries pay really good. Paris, yes, yeah,
0: but yeah, but if you don't get out of Sweden, you're not getting paid
2: for rugby. It's easy to get out of Sweden. I think for me right
1: now. I still like I told you the the thing that I love about football is the 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 mental the mental game the 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 deception the the you know all of the, the tactics that go into just running a play. So I, I don't think I have I ever could play. Like when I watch soccer, it looks – I know it's not unorganized, but it looks that way. It looks like they're just running around with no clear purpose.
2: So I I, just, I don't think I ever could. Yeah. Soccer, there's not a lot of tactics. Like the yeah. only tactic I know is when you trap them, that they get off sides every time. Hold on. I mean there're
0: there a lot of tactics you, tactics you can use in soccer it's just that at the lower levels you sort of just have a bunch of guys run around and kick a ball but at, at the higher levels you have uh, all kinds of variants for uh, uh, free kicks and corner kicks and uh, you have different different strategies for uh, yeah offside trapping and uh, there are different formations where you can do different things. You can play an, uh, a possession type uh, of game or you can play a counter-attacking type of game. You can use long balls or uh, whatever. There's tons you can do in soccer.
2: Well, like but like football, you could play with, your, like, I believe if you play football for, like, 10 plus years, you kind of play with the neck up because you don't have to run around as much. You kind of know what's going on. Like you, you don't have to do as much if you know what's happening around you in football. If you know enough. No,
0: I I, I agree with that.
2: Like when De Sera said, he like, he realized what's happening, so he just ran the way he thought the ball was going. So the people who don't know, De is recording from his car. We could believe that he got thrown out of the house, but he, he's... He says he's still happily married and not living in his car.
1: Yeah, no, I'm definitely not homeless yet.
2: That looks like a mattress back there. Is that a toothbrush? <laughs> Where's
1: there a duffel bag with all of your clothes? In here? <laughs> Do you use your
2: helmet as a pillow?
0: But no, aside, we have to try to um get some sort of a uh, communication going to try to establish uh, a second sport to play.
2: Yeah, let, let's make a thing and just get make a list.
0: This? Make Four? a list of list of potential sports and clubs and then sort of weigh the pros and cons.
1: Sure, All right, so, so what, what about this? If you are a person that had has only played american football your entire life what sport uh is more the most uh applicable for your uh physical um attributes
0: it it probably depends on uh what position you play if you're a if you're a lineman i guess it's probably like wrestling and but if you're a if you're a receiver it might be uh, track and field yeah
2: yeah but who want to play It's so boring track and field yeah.
1: that's that, that's a boring answer it's got to be like a a sport yeah, give win. me a
2: sport not not yeah. not a hobby <laughs> <laughs> that, that
1: you have a, a goal yeah
2: like literally Points. in track and field you train your ass for four years to run nine seconds. If you use some <laughs> like ima- imagine you train four damn years, to run nine seconds.
0: I mean, they have more they have more competitions than just the Olympics aside.
2: <laughs> well, in football, <laughs> you suffer for two two weeks, let's say two days a week, three if you some random teams then you get to compete and you compete for 60 minutes. Or if it's a Limham game, it's like three hours because of the flags.
0: (laughs) No, 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 no. Don't you remember, uh, or maybe you weren't even on that team. Two years ago, we played a four hour game at
2: Limham. Four hours. You were there? I think so. Yeah, I played all the games buddy, come on.
0: In 2020 for the seniors?
2: Yeah, I rode the bench.
0: Oh, okay. Huh. Interesting. Now, this
1: this is circling back to the conversation we had earlier about uh, teams not being able to capitalize on the success they have. This is one of the reasons the 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 games that are played in Sweden are far less entertaining than they could be because of many, many, many uh, referee calls.
2: I meant to that.
1: You know? like if we would have a series with more than four teams with referees that don't make really just calls because they want to make a call, the games would have been more exciting. The series would have been more exciting. Maybe we'd have a chance to have the the most successful players stay in this country and in, in this league, um, and maybe we can segue that into like the youth programs.
0: I'm not going to blame all of that on the uh, the refs, honestly. The four hour game we had, because uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. I'm. I'm pretty sure we had uh, 50 pass attempts and like three runs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but once
2: players have a tendency to get flags.
0: But the, the flags, I'm pretty sure played a played a role in that game.
2: All right. Okay. Listen, weren't all of that treated like shit this year by the rest? You guys were flagged for existing. Hmm.
1: Honestly, compared to other games and other uh, other teams I've played for, this year wasn't that bad. Um, there definitely was certain amount of like makeup flags. Um, so that if we would have had a fifty yard gain on a run and and up by ten points, there definitely would be. Uh, Flag just because. Um, but honestly, this year wasn't that bad.
2: So I think, like this year, it's not all a of refs' faults, actually, because come Kihuanstad players have a l- really loud mouth. <laughs> and some two random schmucks decided to talk smack about the refs on their podcast. So that didn't make the relationship better. <clears throat> but this year was chaos for Kihuanstad. If I sneeze on the sideline, they will flag us for unnecessary roughness. Yeah, one guy got flagged in the locker room. Wow. (laughs) Yeah,
1: no, but it it, it, there definitely is uh, a standard uh, within the refs. Uh, It feels like they they are so uh, they think they're they're. Look, actually the refs absolutely matters for a game right they they do they need to be there for player safety to be able to make the the game awesome. kind of move on right
0: yeah but, it's it's the whole game administration aspect that the refs yeah. need
1: to yeah but if if we would have have, <clears throat> if we would have refs in sweden that kind of just think about taking a responsibility for making the game smooth and uh entertaining just just a tiny tiny bit just a tiny percent of the, their focus if they would have shifted that to to those points i think the games would have been way more entertaining for the
2: fans yeah like if two linemen are like kicking that crap out of each other during the play let them yeah i mean if one you could separate
1: them, them, but you don't have to throw f- ten flags. You know, it's yeah, like exciting
2: play. If they like sneeze at each other after the play, throw a flag. That's cool. But I mean, the, the, play, the big kill each other.
0: The biggest thing that gets to me is uh, <clears throat> is like when when guys get flagged for shit talking or for being mad at a ref or something like that because you you see in. In like college football in the states, you can see a head coach cussing, screaming into the ear of the side of the of the line judge or the head linesman or whatever, and the guy doesn't move. Yeah, the, the refs there are completely
2: immovable. Yeah, because he knows that coach doesn't mean bad ill. Like the coach trying to do his job and the ref trying to do his job. Yeah. Like there's an equal re- respect there. Like yeah, do your job. I do my job. There's a line. Don't get over it. <clears throat> and players, yeah. if I I tell somebody like you ugly as hell, the ref tells me, hey, number one, keep it down. Like why? Yeah,
0: why? yeah no, there's no reason to that.
2: I yeah. not, I don't understand if I told like yeah, I'll burn down your house. I get that kind <laughs> of said some racial <laughs> slur. Like, I would not get mad if somebody told me, yeah, you're a mad terrorist. I don't care. I'm not crying. We're not. It's not U13. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, mean, I, th- I think there's a reason that they, they change the rules for NFL uh, compared to uh, NCAA. There's a reason there's a difference in rule and NCAA. Uh, and like the the... The rules in NHL in hockey is also different than from the rest of the world. As far as I know, like the the even the dimensions of the hockey rink is smaller. I think, and it it's because they they make an entertaining product, and it's the same thing that that ELF has done, um, compared to NCAA. They also have different rules because some rules make it more entertaining. So, for for Sweden to have a product that is actually worth investing money in for sponsors, we need uh, attendance, uh, audience attendance higher and, than and only
2: parents and friends. Yeah, I so, mean, we so... need
0: we need to get better in general at like making making the sport an event. Like every game should be an event.
2: Yeah, I believe from U thirteen to U seventeen it's all about fun the u19 seniors that that's the that's the real business but u13 to 17 you're trying to recruit kids cuz yeah. it's hard to get a 30 year old that's interested in football to start playing it's like there's no team gets a lot of new seniors players that's actually like 25 27
0: ah uh, some some do um, but i mean it, it's it's kind of rare.
2: Dark skinned guy, on got who played running back for some reason.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: Carlos. Is he, is he playing?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so. He he had a knee injury last season, but I think he's back. Carlos is back.
0: Let's go, Carlos.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. See that? That's that's. I mean, and even if if the clubs themselves and the teams would make an, a real effort to make entire event uh better for the 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 audience like i know uh, a couple of years ago when i played in upsala we were really good at having the the games a big event we had like uh concession tents where you can buy i think we even you could even buy beers uh, and we really tried to do it but once the game is being played and there's just this this just interruption from like like your pick six side when you had a block in the back 10 yards behind you
2: that's not exciting
1: no, that's so anticlimactic when you make a, a pick about to get a, a, a touchdown and then nope there's a flag on the field because some th- somebody did something that isn't really uh, effectful on the play
2: at all but that, those are the rules He was, like, 15 yards behind me, so he'd have never caught me. Yeah. I was in the end zone almost. Yeah. I
0: mean, there's nothing that makes a game, like, less fun than stupid penalties. And, like, most of the time it's on the players because we as players should know the rules and most players are terrible at knowing the rules. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely. And that also kills the product because, yeah, the block in the back just running into someone's back when it's completely unnecessary it kind of kills the game, kills any momentum, both for your own team and for the entire game flow.
2: See, yeah. that situation, you go up to the kid, tell him, listen, that was an unnecessary block. Next time you sneeze, I will flag your ass. Then the rest of the game, the kid will be cool Yeah. because he's deadly scared of getting thrown out of the game. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think it's a matter of experience. I, I think I think something like that should be flagged every time.
2: Showboarding the, in U thirteen to seventeen should should be allowed.
0: No, but the the thing is, if you set the tone to like actually flag these things early, that's when you get the experienced players when you come to U nineteen senior levels where you don't commit those stupid penalties. At that point, and that then we create a more entertaining product.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's, you don't have to have one without the other. Obviously, no. the players should know the rules. But just uh, if you're thinking about the the statistics and the, the, the amount of people that you need to instill, uh, like complete understanding of the rules with the players compared to the amount of people that you need to just kind of say, hey, I know you're a referee, but we're trying to, to do something good here. We're trying to like elevate, evolve the product that we're selling to our fans, kind of try to just make the sport a little bit better to watch that the amount of people that you need to have that conversation with is way less than having to teach all of the players, players, the entire rule book.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think there are a few things you can like work on, on the margins there, but you can't fundamentally through like, a say, 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 say this, uh, that you were, uh, the dictator of uh, football Sweden it's still difficult for you to you can't just discount the entire rule book and create a new one can you no so then then the thing is you have to work on the margins of saying like we're not gonna apply this rule in these circumstances and like all, all of those things are also difficult to do and maintain but you can't fundamentally change the game. And that's sort of where the players have to know the most common mistakes that are made yes. just to be able to adjust their play.
1: But like, you don't have to change the entire rule book uh, no. of the game, but if you would have asked any player about that block in the back in Oside's example, for example, Objectively 99.99% of players would be like, no, that's an unnecessary flag, right? It doesn't affect the, the play, it doesn't uh, it doesn't take anything away from the, the play that Aside did. Uh, it basically just makes the play worse. Objectively, I think. But if you were to ask the majority of, of refs about that situation they would be no that's a block in the back that's illegal and that's the kind of mentality i'm talking about is, is that if if most if everybody has the same common sense about what flags is reasonable and not it would probably be a whole lot better without having to to uh you know change the way football is played in Sweden.
2: I believe they make the flags based on NCAA. <clears throat> yeah, our,
0: the... our our rules are largely based on uh, the college
2: rules. One call I literally hate is the blindside call. Now, kickoffs are not fun anymore. You don't have the fear of God running down the field trying <laughs> to chase the returner now. Because before, now, you just run forward. You're like your head down, running forward, nobody can like nobody can look at you. Before, you, your head was on a swivel; you were doing three sixties. Because at any second, some random linebacker would have blown up your head. But now it's boring. They put those rules to NCAA speed. Nobody in Sweden, at least Division One, is running NC like Division One speed.
0: Uh, some get close.
2: <laughs> it's not the same speed of the game.
1: No, but no. In, in NCAA, that head, ha, head on a swivel is on a higher level because they're they're used to playing on that level of speed. So comparatively, it's the same kind of damage made because, yes, they're running faster, they're bigger, they're stronger. There's also a higher level of understanding on where those type of blind sides can occur. So I feel like that when it comes to player safety, that's probably a good idea, but I do I do uh think that it yeah, it, it does become a little bit boring.
2: Yeah, like no on defense, if you get a pick before, if you got a pick. The entire team had we were trying to kill that. We were trying to kill that dude. Now, if somebody gets a pick, you can't. You can't even block. You have to run, do the airplane block. Just, just be in the way. You can't like touch anybody.
0: But honestly, from a from a spectator view, people running around like an airplane is hilarious to watch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Makes the sport look retarded.
0: I, we, I, don't I don't fully disagree
2: <laughs> that's yeah. why we have no
1: fans i mean a blind side block can be just as effective and look just as as violent to a spectator uh even if you don't you know drill your entire body into the side of another human being you can still kind of Use your momentum and do like a correct block and just send people flying. Um, How often does
2: that happen? If you're not like this, a, a heavy ass lineman going against a, a 15 year old DB or it's like it can years? happen.
1: It can happen. Uh, I mean,
0: we've also been taught as players to do this uh, airplane block, but the thing is you can still run with your arms stretched out to the sides and still run full speed into someone. And that sort of tricks the refs into thinking it's not an illegal blindside block, even though it might be just as hard of a hit as another block.
2: We got called blindside hitting for it once.
0: We did. (laughs) I I I once had...
2: Blindside hits in one play. I once had
0: a... (laughs) I once had a... I, I think I had an airplane pancake block. It was on a on a punt return. So I, I rush the kick, uh, don't get to the punter, circle back, come around, I see our returner running, and there's w- one of the other team's players ch- trying to chase him down. And uh, I just stretch my arms out and run straight into him, and he goes to the ground. <laughs> It's like I, I could have. It's like I could have done with that with my shoulder or with my arm stretched out. It didn't really matter. Yeah,
1: that specific rule. I mean, just from my own experience of doing a lot of those blindside blocks when there wasn't really necessary when I played in U sixteen back in the day.
2: I guess <laughs> what's James Hart? No, what's the receiver? Uh, Steelers received. I did a lot of blind sites. Juju Smith-Huster. Is Are you guys No, the older guy. The I guy, who got, the... Oh,
1: the guy yeah. who got. Oh yeah. Killed um, or
2: Heinz Ward. Oh right. yeah, yeah, Heinz Ward. You're yeah. the Heinz Ward of Sweden.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, look, I did dumb as fuck hits when I was younger, and they were totally unnecessary. There were totally blind sides. I did a. I, I have an entire highlight tape with j- me, just laying out people that is kind of jogging behind somebody. Can you send it so I can post it? <laughs> no, no, no. That's in, it's my in in my vault in my bank. No, but but like so, I I understand that rule change. Uh, it's just that there are some situations where you need to do a block in, from that angle. It's necessary for the game. It's necessary for the play to to evolve. And it's that distinction between a blindside 20 the play on some unassuming guy just kind of O-line jogging towards the play and somebody that's actually about to make a tackle.
0: Yeah, there's a hell of a difference. I, I, I definitely committed one of those before too. So, so growing up, I was almost always one of the smaller kids, but I kind of caught up around early U-17. And at, I think we were playing some small-town team. Might have been uh Carlson, Sorry. Uh, and, and like, our running back, he's off to the races, like, 20, 30 yards in front of me. And I'm just jogging downfield. And there's this other little kid who's smaller than me on the Creona team jogging beside me. <laughs> and I just jog next to him, turn, and go, poof, push him. And he got so mad and it was so unnecessary, but it's like, it was just something I felt like doing at, yeah. in the moment and yeah. wasn't illegal at the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I do understand that, but, it, and it's the same thing with like, um like past interference. If you touch a receiver, it's a DPI, but the, if There's a receiver
2: could could jump you mid play, nothing,
1: yeah. And like, there's a certain amount of excitement and skill involved in a battle mid air trying to catch a ball that that is a part of the game, right? So, if you if you play DB and you kind of lean on somebody trying to gain leverage to get a pick, that's exciting for the game, players better. That makes everything better but no yeah i
0: i think i think we have quite a few uh tacky uh pi calls and yeah. and and the thing is it's very often where there's thrown a flag in the area of pass interference and nobody knows if it's going to be on the offense or the defense until the yeah. ref calls it out it's like yeah. it, it's 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 mind-blowing like Wait, that I literally have no idea. You could have called it on either one, on none of them, on both. Like,
1: yeah.
0: what's what's the point? If it's clear that both of them did something, fine, throw two of them and replay the down. But yeah. if it's not clear that one is obviously interfering with the other and not the other way around, yeah. then leave it be.
1: Yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, it's. I've actually. I was like. I don't want to play football anymore. It's not fun the, the And I now I might be harsh. There's a lot of good refs out there, but as a whole, they made the experience not fun for me as a player it's to the point where I actually thought about not playing anymore. And that's an issue. That's, that's bad. You know,
2: we have a, a player on our team. He's literally considering playing in Denmark because he lives kind of close-ish. Because he said, "Like I cannot take the Swedish refs anymore." Yeah, it's pretty sad.
1: Yeah, and I, I get that. It's it's a huge responsibility because they uh, kind of have Refin a responsibility.
2: Yeah, it's it's really hard. Definitely, like, I, I'm a sucky ref. <laughs> yeah, a on the scoop and score for a poor alignment
1: yeah i mean yeah definitely it's super hard they have a huge responsibility for player safety but the thing is the the thing that is most annoying for me is that there are good refs out there they're just too good they're too kind of um in their head about their job they take themselves seriously way too serious to which the game is is more about the refs than the players.
2: Yeah, if, if like the refs is shining more than the quarterback, you got an issue. Yeah. Refs in Sweden are like the securitas. Or the ordnings factor. Sorry to all the ordnings out there. You're making our nightclub
1: safer. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> fun police
0: no it, it, these are difficult questions to talk about really but
1: yeah. i
0: think it's important too like yeah. like yes. the, the, the the biggest one for me and that's not mainly the refs it's when we get these sort of half tacky 50 50 calls on uh on the defenseless player hits.
2: I'm glad. Uh, The targeting calls.
0: And uh, it's like, damn, if something is a 50-50 call, the ref sees it, throws the flag, that player's out for like a quarter of the season here because he misses the rest of that game and one more game. It's like, it's a harsh penalty for someone who's, just out here playing football for fun.
2: Yeah. Well, kind of
1: bullshit. Yeah. Cuz and that's also like from a from an objective point of view, you can almost always see the targeting calls that are intentional from the player. Like he goes high, he aims at the helmet, he he does it in a situation where where he has the option to go lower or to, you know, do something else. It's pretty obvious most of the time. Um, If I'm not launching
2: myself and looking like an arrow going through the tackle, I don't think it's targeting.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, if if you're in a certain angle with your your body, it's targeting quite clearly. But if you happen to hit ace mask with you, the top of your helmet because you uh, engage with your body that's not a targeting
0: yeah it's 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 a very so difficult it's yeah. a really it's a really difficult rule to interpret like yeah. there are certain standards that need to be met for a player to be counted as defenseless but then there are ways you can hit a defenseless player too and the uh, but but then certain things when it comes to targeting the player doesn't even have to be defenseless for it to count as targeting (laughs) so there's a lot that goes into that rule
2: sorry guys i think my house is burning up some alarm is going on
0: (laughs) should we try to wrap it up here shortly
2: yeah what's happened what what did i miss
0: uh Yeah, we were discussing targeting. It's a, it's a very complicated rule to
2: interpret. All roughing the passers' calls are bullshit. All <laughs> roughing the passers' call, calls are only getting called on small QBs or protected teams. For I Victor, mean, this Victor Ekbe has gotten more per, like his ass kicked by random tackles that were two hours late than any other quarterback I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, th- this is a problem that is worldwide. I- I'm pretty damn sure of it because if if Cam Newton had the same protection in the pocket that Peyton Manning or Tom Brady had during their career careers, there's no way Cam would have gotten his career ended by injuries. Like, there's no way.
2: Last time I played Victor. I literally launched myself head first. Like, you know how soccer they hit but the the ball? I literally did that but with my whole body into his helmet. <clears throat> he did not fall down because <laughs> massive. And he looked at it. He told him, like, really? I looked at it and I said, really? <laughs> I literally thought I was waiting for the flag myself.
1: Yeah. But like, like your example, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, compared to Cam Newton, I mean, that's also an incredibly difficult situation because if you don't go full speed on Cam Newton, he will make a play. That's not yeah. the, 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 the the case for Peyton Manning or Tom Brady most of the times, right? So, yeah.
0: But here's the thing. If they're standing in the pocket they should be getting the exact same treatment.
1: Yeah, definitely. You have to to set the standard somewhere, and that standard has to be set for the player that is able to run, right? Because just because a player doesn't have the, the same athletic ability to make a play doesn't mean that he should be treated any differently no
0: absolutely not
1: i saw this video recently uh from a college football game where the the quarterback uh fake slide, uh, yeah what? pickens yeah yellow He's, yeah pickens that made me so angry because I- Look, if I would, if I were the defense,
0: no, I mean, if, if fake, fake sliding on paper is an unsportsmanlike conduct. Should the 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 offensive player should be penalized with fifteen yards?
2: Oh, really? He's sliding down. Yeah. you
0: Breathe out. If, if him, you, you, out. If you fake a slide, unsportsmanlike.
2: Okay, then I'm not mad anymore because that makes sense. But where do you draw the line between a fake slide or he slipped?
0: Yeah exactly <laughs>
2: yeah i could swear on my life that i i slipped down, but i got up again i mean yeah
1: yeah if you yeah if you if you slip you slid
0: <laughs> yeah something it's, like that is
2: that's is that the right verbiage slid slide slid but slid. Well, see yeah
0: Slide, slid, slid. Yeah.
2: I don't hear the whistle. I'm going down with him. Oh. Some some dudes like barely slide, like they they're not baseball players, so their slide is really awkward. It's <laughs> more like jumping down on their ass.
0: <laughs> it's funny when NFL quarterbacks uh, get like uh, baseball uh coaches to teach them how to slide it's like damn you have to hire in people from other sports to learn how to slide
1: i (laughs) could definitely use that i i used to play quarterback and i can't slide to save my fucking life it's actually hard i'm telling you guys and then when i started playing baseball i kind of got to work on the the technique to slide uh but in baseball you can slide head first Which is a lot easier. So I just started doing that. So I still can't slide as a quarterback.
2: (laughs) I have one slide in my career. I I have a couple.
1: I've tried to slide, and it's hard. It hurts.
2: Uh, I'm I'm actually good at sliding. What I I I don't I don't I don't, I don't,
0: I don't actually think I've tried sliding during a game. And I've and I played a lot of quarterback. I might have at some point. You ever but you scrambled? Yeah, a bit.
2: See, as the second fastest player on this podcast, I could say like it's hard me seeing you scramble, Andre. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm slow as shit, but I know which gap is opening up, and I'll get my three yards.
2: <laughs> the most boring running back, three yards at a time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I heard this quote. I think it was uh, uh, quote. bd Kennedy talked about some other player that he used to coach. He said, "Coach, if you need three yards, I you. if you need ten yards, I'll get you three yards." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right.
2: You work with the chubby ass running Another idea: you get like a fat ass guy. Not not fat, like. Import a Carlos. Athletic. Yeah, Athletic. That's a new word. Yeah. Bring me <laughs> a, a Fathlete. f-athlete. Six f-athlete. foot four. Clo- like he's closer to 150 kilos than 200 kilos. I put him on the one yard line. Let me see what lineman could tackle him. What line? Ly- <laughs> what safety will make that mistake in his life and trying to go head to head?
0: Ankles, you go for ankles, man.
2: <laughs> if he's athletic enough, like Carlos, he could jump over. You. Can Carlos jump?
1: Oh yeah, he's super athletic.
2: Where did you find that guy? Like, was he created in a lab?
1: <laughs> I think we actually found him in in the streets of uh, Cuba or something. And just saw like this huge muscular guy, and like, you're coming with us?
2: Were you on vacation? <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, he, he just showed up. He's uh he's actually a soccer
2: player from uh, uh from the B N. What soccer team ha- What soccer team took him? He looks like a bodyguard. Yeah, I don't know. He was the bodyguard for a soccer team. He showed up <laughs> one.
1: This kind of a pretty good, uh, like good sized dude, um, lining up at fullback and tight end, and then one play I saw him actually run a seam. I
2: was like, dude, this guy is fast. Who the fuck is this guy? But yeah. I hate those people. Like, why are you big, fast, and strong? Why? Like,
0: <laughs> I mean, it was utterly ridiculous when you guys came down to Kaufmanstein. Played with uh, Carlos, he just ran all over us. That was
2: wild. I yeah. tackled him. I think I tackled him. Actually, impressive. I was barely like eighteen then. Or he's the kind of
1: guy where you you kind of question your own career because if he would have had the same uh experience that one of us would have like how good would it be you know if he would have the same <laughs> understanding of the game the same fundamental technique training that yeah, we had. It, it, the, that there's something
0: to like it 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 sucks a bit when someone who's like over the age of 17 shows up and starts playing football and you're like damn this this dude is an athlete he could play but then you start thinking like what if he started playing when he was 13 instead
2: <laughs> it's like we have a DB his name is Enoch he's built like a brick house once we had a scrimmage sorry Andre I need to blast you out <laughs> yeah once yeah Enoch, our DB, was standing still. Andre he was playing...
0: He was So Enoch was playing corner, and uh, I think our quarterback read that he was bailing or something, but he was, like, standing at five yards, and I ran an arrow from the tight end spot. To him. Against yeah, him. towards Enoch.
2: And Enoch just lowered his shoulders. Popped... Andre is pretty strong. Andre is pretty heavy. <laughs> he popped Andre. Andre... Fumbled the ball. <laughs> a random DB, a random linebacker got the pick, pick six.
0: Yeah, I, like I, I ran out on this arrow, looked for the ball, got it quick. I was like, okay, nice. I, I catch the ball, start turning my head around, pop. I never even, I'm never even able to tuck the ball in. Ball pops straight up in the air. So that that was actually a pick six, not a fumble or anything. It was a pick six wow. off of my hands. His hit, and a linebacker came out and got it. Like a crazy a play. Spot.
1: Yeah. Some people are just gifted. It's just life's unfair.
2: So annoying people. Like I had have to have, but, work hard for my athletic ability. The little it, abilities it, I had.
0: That hit was to the point where people on the sideline, when I walked off the field, were asking like, "Are you okay?" I'm, I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." It's like, it's I, I, I just got hit, guys. I, I'm okay, but apparently the hit was to that effect, where people thought I might be hurt from it.
2: You can hear it on the camera. The camera mic picked it up that loud.
1: That yeah. makes yeah. That's that's uh, definitely a good hit then,
2: and that's the kind of kind of thing like.
1: You you don't know that that hit would be flagged or not in the game.
0: It shouldn't have been. If it word, yeah.
2: He only used his head. What? So, like, Enoch did not go through the tackle. He just lowered his head, so it was. Are you sure? Dirty.
0: Are you sure? I yeah. thought he put his. I thought he put his shoulder in my chest.
2: Did he? I, I his, don't head know. Is, his head is that big, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that, All right. some random ref would have thrown so
1: my, my computer may right. die soon just so you know you might that's
0: very unfortunate I think I we're going to have to wrap up uh, aside uh, should we uh, give the listeners a bit of a tease as to what's happening uh, later in December
2: huh? explain it to them
0: so, uh we're we're going to be having the Gridiron's of Europe award shows and uh, we haven't made up all the categories yet, but we're going to be handing out some awards. Uh some are directly podcast related, some are more like game related, but it will be a it'll be a fun time. Our uh, our grand prize is going to be uh, favorite guest of the year. So, we'll see if uh Desal shows up as a nominee there.
2: I hope so. He was already
0: and, drafted. Uh, on <laughs> yeah, he was drafted <laughs> on the uh, Osite's Pro Bowl team. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think we're in for a fun episode on that one. We might have another episode or two in between before we get to that. But I think that's... That's our grand end-of-the-year episode, and it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: It's our one-year anniversary soon, just so you know.
0: Yeah, I think uh, our first episode was released uh, six days from uh, when we're recording this.
1: Oh, and i got to say, I'm very honored to be the guest on episode 69. Oh, it's 69? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, it is episode 69. Lovely. <laughs>
1: I did not know that.
2: We should have done You were clearly 69. not. You it's were hilarious. clearly not.
0: Clearly not listening to the intro. Aside.
2: I don't. I zoom out in the intro. He
0: just he just goes into his own world for thirty seconds. When
2: we intro. Random stuff I come up with is natural. No, I had to get it in in a zone.
0: <laughs> but hey, uh, this. Uh, Thanks for coming on the podcast again, and uh, good luck next season. I hope we have you on again at some point.
2: Definitely. It's always a pleasure. I hope uh, we'll you guys at some point.
0: It would be fun to play again. Well, to everyone listening, thank you for listening. You can uh, find this podcast on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. And make sure... To go follow uh, all of Gridirons of Europe social media accounts. <laughs> I thank you all for listening once again. Bye bye.
1: Peace. Bye.